You're listening to the Incomparables Total Party Kill podcast in which a group of friends play Dungeons and Dragons on the internet for your amusement. This is episode number 265 for Shocktober 2020, but it's the return to the dog and pony show. Skeletal Cats! Welcome back to Total Party Kill, specifically the Dog and Pony Show, specifically the Curse of Strahd, Season 2, Episode 1, or in case this gets re-edited, let me name some of my favorite numbers here. Episode 11. (laughs) Episode 12. (laughs) Episode 13. I don't know how season breaks get handled when this actually gets released. Allow me to introduce our players who are joining us for this dog and pony adventure. First off, he has a delightful dog for every bank he's robbed. Please welcome to the podcast, Micah, correlation is not causation, Sergeant. Ah, 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 one, two, I've robbed two banks. Ah, ah, ah. That, the key is to do a funny impression so that that audio is not used against you. And Micah, who are you playing? <laughs> I play Elevore. He is a half-elf druid, and he is not an angel. Throwback. Indeed. She's never met a horse she wasn't prepared to kill. Please welcome to the podcast, Jane Ritt. Hello, Tony. Uh, I am playing Lena Dulina, the human rogue. The only law she acknowledges is murder, which is not really technically a law. Please welcome to the podcast, Erica Ensign. <laughs> I, I, I have lots of things to say that, but I'm going to keep them to myself. Instead, I'm just going to say I am playing Brildish. I am a, uh, a dwarf who really likes to fight, not murder, just fight. Uh, and also I have a, uh, a pony named Tony Sindelarnt. Indeed you do. Her preferred Tuesday night activities are arson, identity theft, or Dungeons and Dragons. I'm not sure if it's in that order. Please welcome to Back to Total Party Kill, Aline Sims. Giving away all of my secrets, Tony. Uh, I play the, what am I? A wood elf ranger, Imra Suliana, and her trustee, not steed, but dog, Androdite. And it has been almost 15 years since an Irish bus driver called him Smoothie Dan. He's still proud about it. Please welcome Dan Morin. Uh, point of order, Scottish. Yeah. Oh, it was in Ireland. <laughs> it was in Scotland. It but was great Scottish. story anyway. <laughs> you know what? I'd like to point out, no one else argued with me about their introductions, which this were just <laughs> if just as, if not more, factually incorrect. Dan, Thanks, Dan. Tony said that I kill horses. <laughs> and I rob banks. And did yes. you hear me and arguing? You just sold them. I don't know. I, well, I did the not. pile of dead horses around you certainly <laughs> says a lot, Jane. First of all, you- I am playing the Warforged Cleric cast in Onatar's Crucible, or to his friends, or whoever these people are that he's found himself traveling with, Crucible. And last but not least, it's me, Tony Sindelar, your dungeon master and friend. He should have known better, but he couldn't do better, and I'm stuck with you. It's Tuesday night, or whatever night, or day, or afternoon you are listening to Total Party Kill, because this 
is the Dog and Pony Show. Previously on the Dog and Pony Show, our adventures have been condemned to the wretched land of Barovia, a gloomy, shadowy place where the denizens live in fear of their demonic ruler, one Strahd von Zarovich. Our adventurers have pledged themselves to protect Irina Kolyana and lead her to somewhere that she will be safe from Strahd's grasp. Along the way, they have met such things as a skeleton horse, some Vistani assassins, a monkey, uh, and a henchman with a monster arm and an unsettling doll collection. These are things that actually happened. Under cover of festival, our heroes have broken into the manor house of one Baron Velakovich. Burgermeister of the town of Velaki. They freed a innocent shoekeeper who was being tortured, and while snooping around in the Baron's attic, they found a trap door and got quite the electrical surprise. What will happen next for answers to questions such as this? Just keep listening to this exact podcast that you're listening to right now. Don't close that tab, that app, that other thing. Don't hit buttons on your phone. I don't know how podcasts work. Let's play Dungeons and Dragons. So, um, I believe that Lena Dulina and Uh Imra Uh just took a significant amount of electrical damage from touching a warded door. And that was our season cliffhanger. You just checking. Are you dead? No, I'm not dead yet. No, not yet. But on a scale from dead to alive, how you doing? On a scale of uh, 0 to 38, I'm at about an 18. (laughs) Okay, that's a pretty specific scale. I like like that scale. All right. Scale of 0 to 44, I'm 27. So I'm not half dead yet. So Lena and Imra, you were kind of peeking slash uh, sneaking your way across the expanse of this large attic cluttered with all kinds of disused furniture and crates and all kinds of junk and, and, and whatnot. The rest of you were still kind of lingering back in the safety of a little yep. the top of a hatch that led up to the attic. And you've heard kind of the, let's just call it a mild explosion sound of electricity rippling through their pre-corpses. Um, <laughs> and uh, as they tried to open the door and a strange voice that ca- called out, who dares challenge my domain? I'm going to ask you to roll initiative. All right. My domain. It's an all attic. All of us? Yeah, I would say all of you. Would you- <laughs> what? Are you going to leave us here? <laughs> Ooh, a princely initiative of seven. Wow. I will say you'll have an easier time uh, leaving if you have an, a turn. <laughs> Which- <laughs> That's true. I started um, off rolling well. Uh, I'm going to say Imra is going to go first. So, Imra, you uh, you find yourself, uh, I think you're probably lying on your back. Uh, you've been fl- flung a good 10 or 15 feet back from the door. Uh, who's, and I, it was, was it you who activated the trap? Yeah. Yes. Yep. So, you know, probably your hand is all tingly. Your hair is probably, you know, a bit messed up. Um, yeah. You get the first chance to react. Um, so, I'd like to say I probably screamed. While that was happening, mm-hmm. um, now I'm going to stand up, and I have no idea. Um, I'm going to stand up. I'm going to knock a. Can I ready an action if I stand up? Or um, am I standing I up uses half of your movement? Yeah. 
So you still have an action. Yeah. But can I ready? So if I knock my arrow and say, when the door opens and I have a view of an enemy, I will sh- I will shoot my arrow? Or sure. does standing up negate my ability to do that? I'm going to say I am not 100% sure what the rules allow, but I'm going to say you can do that. Okay. So that's what I'm going to do. And um, I'm just going to scream electricity in hopes that we all know what that is. There's a teen. <laughs> uh, all right. Elvor, you are next. You are back standing with uh, Broldish and uh, Crucible and um, uh, Androdite in the safety of the little... I don't, I don't know what you call this room. Storage room adjoining the attic proper. You have heard, uh, I believe, in order, some kind of muffled explosion, mm-hmm. uh, a scream, and the someone yelling, electricity. Okay. Um, seeing as how electricity is a fascinating concept, uh, none of the rest <laughs> of it really was of interest to Elevore, but he yeah. certainly will come running for that. Um, so he's going to make his way out... And Tony, I have to say, I'm a little confused here about where I'm able to go. Can I follow that sort of black yeah. line path? Yeah, there's a path through all the junk that make you so, can move effortlessly through the path through the junk. You could move effortfully across. You know, your your adventures. You're not going to be uh, impeded by junk. I mean, you'll be impeded by it, but you will not be stopped by it. All right, I'll go there. So, um. Elevore, you, uh, rather than rushing from danger, you rush toward danger. You make your way about halfway across the attic. You're still a good 20 feet behind uh, Lena and Imra. Uh, Wait, who's- can I dash? I believe you could. If you're not doing anything I else. I believe I, as a dashing lad, will do just that. <laughs> Five, ten. Where are you going to dash to? To them? To the door? I want to dash to them and sort of um, I'm gonna go here. Okay. So yeah, you have joined your friends, so they are nonsense. no longer. They will not die alone. There you go. Exactly. Uh, Broldish, you're next. You're standing in the uh in that storage room that is slightly emptier now that uh, El- uh, Elevor has departed. I heard something that sounded like one of my friends screaming, and I don't like that. So I am going to rush in, just like Elevor, using a dash, which will get me to there. All right. So you are all clustering up together. Oh, uh, God. Right outside don't the use that word. That's just, that's just a, an accurate description of what you're doing. It's not a commentary. I'm just describing what is happening here. You're just describing oh. our cluster? Uh, the door, uh, that you had been approaching on the far side of the attic, uh, it creaks okay. open just a little bit. Uh, <laughs> that like a lot of bit, but okay. Well, just, a, <laughs> how's that? <laughs> that, that better? Um, yeah. and, uh, Imra, this is going to be, uh, a question for, uh, for you with your ready to action. Um, a, I'm going to say a small creature, uh, smaller than an androdite, uh, being your mastiff, uh, darts out. Does that trigger your, uh, your ready to action or not? No. Okay. <laughs> Do you want to give me a perception check like that on that thing? Trap, but no. A perception. What is that? That's a trap. Bonus. 
Uh, so I rolled a 20. I don't know what my bonus is. 25. All right. <laughs> um, you are ready to fire an arrow at any enemy. Uh, but this thing that just darted through, uh, the, the slightly cracked door, uh, it looked like it might be some kind of house cat. So that did not, Maybe. did not, you know, a, perhaps a less perceptive, uh, creature would have, uh, fired an arrow at it, but not you. Um, I will even tell you because you rolled a critical. It looked unwell. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, the cat uh, darts into the uh, pile of furniture in the uh, southeast corner of the attic. Can I shout and let people know that there's a cat up here? In- yeah, sure. I'll count that Close as Close the door. Don't let it get away. All right. Lena, you are next. All right. Well, um... So we know that something darted out of that door um do i think that the trap was sprung by touching the door like do i have any sense of if it's still live i forget exactly what details i told you over (laughs) many weeks ago uh so you may already know the answer your character may know the answer to this but let's let's assume that uh we don't remember. Give me a really simple, give me a, a, an easy arcana check. Okay. Okay, so that is going to be This a is a free action. 15. Alright. Uh, you are pretty sure that that was some kind of glyph of warding that has been activated. Okay. Um, and glyphs of warding, one and done, probably yeah. not going to flare up again? Probably they, not. They explode once. They're a spell. Yeah. Okay. It is, I will also mention, uh, in addition, just to, just to kind of remind you all, you are in the attic of the Burgermeister's mansion and it was loud. Yep. Middle of the day. Festival. <laughs> but everyone's at the festival. Several they, guards stationed downstairs. Two and one They think asleep. that it's just yeah. fireworks. I'm pretty sure. You did knock out some. There was a whole discussion of you put a sock in a guy's mouth and then the bag. And a bag yeah. over It took head. you a while to get to get the order right. Yeah. Um yep, I'm I'm aware of the actions that we have taken <laughs> here too for. Um so I see that Imra has an action readied. So I think that I am going to head up and um take the door. Uh, actually, I'm not going to open the door. I'm going to say who are you? What is your purpose for being up in this weird attic? Uh, I am just going to say the uh, the voice is going to respond to you. Um, this is my room. Go away. Do you have any other sick cats in there? Yes. Well, let them out. It's weird. <laughs> they come and go as they please. Leave them alone. Go away. Who are you? The, I, uh, Victor Velakovich. This is my room. Don't mess with me. Do you know who my dad is? She Can just kind of like turns around to everyone else and like shrugs like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, we were. Do we know of a Victor? Um, I don't know how much you know about the, uh, the, the Velakovich family. I imagine I would know a fair amount since sure. I lived here for a while. Do you want to roll for it, or do you just want me to tell you some stuff? Uh, I'll roll for it, because that seems fun. Sure. 
Yeah, okay. I just did a command F on our uh, our adventure notes, and there's no victors. All right. <laughs> just like the game, no but victors. You, know. so, yeah. Because we never win. Yeah. <laughs> um. So that's ten on the die. What is that? History? Is that? Yeah, history. Okay, fifteen. Uh, you know that uh, Victor Velakovich is uh, the Baron's son and <laughs> his only child, uh, theoretically in line to inherit um, the uh, the rule of the town of Velaki. But of course, things are a bit contested with the the Walker family. Um, and you know, I'm going to say with a fifteen, uh, you know that he's, uh, he's a bit of a nerd. Okay. <laughs> totally to needed that role. Lena, totally Lena needed that to role to stick him in a locker. Yeah. In I mean, school. he he does have a son. I guess this is probably him. I didn't know the thing about the magic and the cats, but Sp- maybe he knows something too. about. Maybe he knows something yeah. about the uh, the trapped um, shoemaker. Mm, yeah. I whisper to Lena. Shouting. <laughs> 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 um, I think Lena. That's probably your turn. I'm going to yep. give Crucible a turn. Yep. Uh, well, Crucible heard somebody yell electricity and then heard somebody yell, there's a cat. So he is interested in this electric cat. <laughs> um, Let me tell you about my fifth grade science fair project. <laughs> uh, question one is this trap door that we came up over here. Mm. Is there a lock or other way to fasten it? Uh, you trying to fasten it open or fasten it closed? Close. Yeah, I'm a little concerned about people coming up behind us, so I was wondering if it was easy to um, Can we I don't put think something is, heavy over it? You could... Well, which way do you think it opens? Does it open up or open it down? It opens up. Opens up? We have a trapdoor that opens down. That is actually traditionally how a trapdoor would work, dude. Yeah. That would be a trapdoor. That's it, Dan. That is literally the difference between a trapdoor and a hatch. Well, this is we, a hatch. I don't if get, we put I don't something get heavy enough... Is it an atrium or not? Come on. But it's if you're more going of a, into an attic, you would, the door should open Dan, up into all right. the attic. So, Crucible is in the hatchatorium. <laughs> um, I will say that the hatch opens up, okay? okay? Okay. You could spend some time moving, uh, I mean, there is like, uh, there's a table in this room. You could move that over it. There's lots of heavy furniture in the adjoining room, but yeah. that's a decent amount of work to, uh, barricade a hatch if that's okay. what you want to spend your turn doing. I don't know that it is, but I wanted to see how difficult, whether it would be an option and uh, whether it opened up or down. That was really, I wanted to, I wanted to figure that out. Uh, I will go into the main room. And uh, just to remind you, because this seems like the kind of thing players would forget, I believe that Irina Kolyana and Aragal, the former Vistani hitman, uh, are standing outside the back of the bar- the, uh, the Burgermeister's oh, no. mansion. Oh, no. Oh, no. That's what I remember. They probably, it, yeah, I don't know. We'll find out. Do they, at the sound of an explosion from the attic of a house they don't want to go into, do they run toward or away? Um, um, I would, so I'm going to move, I'm going to use my move action to move there. And then I'm going to use my subsequent action to uh, cast healing word on someone. Where I'm guessing Lena or Imra. Uh, do Lena. Lena seems like Thank they're closer you. to the yeah. danger. Yes. All right. I will need to roll for this. You get five hit points. Lena gives you the nod. <gasps> A coveted the nod. crucible returns wow. very coolly, but as soon as Lena works away, he's like, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Imra!" At the start of your turn, um, 
the cat-like creature hops up onto a barrel next to you. Um, it is not a cre- a cat so much as it is an ex-cat. Um, this appears to be an animated cat skeleton. Oh. It meows at you. <laughs> uh, oh, but that's what? cute. I'm sorry, kiddo. <laughs> okay, now I like it. I'm back on side. I kind of like it. It reminds me of the horse. Yeah. Um, I'm going to pull out some jerky from my bag and give it to the cat. Bag jerky. Uh, can that be a bonus action? Yes. Okay, um, thank you. The cat chews on it, but like, they, and seems to enjoy it. it. It seems to act as affectionate as a skeletal cat could, but also the food just kind of falls out the bottom of its jaw. <laughs> yeah. Um, adorable. that'll happen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for, for Barovia, I feel like that is adorable. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. The scale is relative. Very yep. relative. <laughs> um... Okay, I'm just gonna, like, kid, what the heck are you doing up here? Like, what is this shiz? I, I already told you, this is my room. I don't know what your problem is. I'm okay. busy. Please come back later. Um, But you've got a skeletal cat out here. What are you doing? I've got, like, five more in here. They're my cats. What's the problem? What are you doing to them? You don't understand the arcade arts. Be gone. I don't. Don't make me come in there. I will come Ooh. in there, kid. <laughs> we'll do it. Uh, you hear the sound. It sounds like there might be some furniture being moved around uh, on on the other side of the door. Gosh, I'm very scared it. of furniture. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna keep this readied. Um, keep my bow and arrow readied, and um, I don't know. Like maybe someone more diplomatic can me can than me can do some stuff, but. Speaking of diplomatic, it's Elevor's turn. (laughs) (laughs) Favorite silver-tongued druid. All right, let's see what we can do here. Now, if there's a door in the way, which Mm. you can picture a person, aren't you technically seeing them? No, that's not how seeing works. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I just wanted to check. I want to be clear, both in Dungeons & Dragons and real life. That's That's not We're back to to that meme about picturing an apple. (laughs) Yeah. I like that that the beginning of season two starts out with one of the most Elevore things (laughs) ever, so... So this is good. Uh, second I mean, only to me just turning into some animal of some sort. Our brains are trapped inside skulls. What is vision if not just, uh, you know, picturing people across the room from us? It, behind doors. Yeah. Um, okay. I think you've you, proven his point. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Have you not? Um, okay. Uh, I guess I will sort of... I like. I, like, I think all rules pedantry should be like that. Incorrect, but adorable, <laughs> and, quickly, <laughs> and qu- quickly done away with. <laughs> uh, okay, so I want to walk up to the cat mm-hmm. and um, sort of, I don't know, use my druidic charms sure. to to really start to. I I don't know how a, a bony cat purrs, but I imagine mm-hmm. it's just sort of like a tinkle tinkle sound. It, it made a, it made a, an authentic quality meow before. It's That's like the true. marimba ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I say, "Wow, this is genuinely one of the most interesting cats, felines I've ever come across." Friend, how many more of these cats do you say you have? Uh, like five. Do they all look the same? Yeah, more or less. 
but I would imagine that there are subtle differences. You've named them, yes? Uh, I haven't gotten around to that yet. I've been very fixated on, like, well, like, how to, how to give them life. Right, right. So you've, you've succeeded at that, and now comes the time when you name them. I mean, if, to have these, these beautiful creations and to not give them names, that, that, that's clearly the next thing that has to happen. Uh, do you have any uh, suggestions, I guess? Well, uh, Elevore says, and then he walks up to the door. So mm-hmm. I'm going to get close to the door. And then he whispers at the door, I have several very clever names for beings that have returned to life. And they even have references to felines. Uh, Victor Velakovich opens the door and you can see his sad, sad little room beyond. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you about Victor's workroom. Um, so there's uh, someone, ha- it looks like, probably Victor, has collected just a weird assortment of mismatched furniture, probably scavenged from uh, the attic room you were standing in, and has pieced together some kind of makeshift study slash workroom. There's some desks and a, a long dining room table that seems to have been kind of redone as a uh, as a workbench. Um, there's some bookshelves that are kind of falling apart that have various collections of bones. Uh, there's a filthy, filthy dusty rug in the middle of the room. Um, there's kind of a cot that looks like probably where Victor sleeps when he's busy working in the corner. And there's... Um, Several, looks like a, a half dozen or so, skeletal cats scampering around the room. Um, perhaps the most unnerving sight, though, uh, Elvor, is what appears to be three small children standing there with their backs to you in the northeast corner of the room. Okay. I wondered what that was. Victor stands by the door, having opened it. He's uh, kind of a, a thin young man. He's got hair that seems very gray, given his uh, otherwise youthful uh, figure and complexion. Uh, so streaks of gray in his dark, greasy hair. Uh, he's holding a large leather-bound book in his arms, and he's wearing what can really only be described as both secondhand and makeshift robes that you suspect he stitched himself. Please, um, you seem you seem like a reasonable fellow. Come in. Let us talk, ah, discuss this this further. Ah, thank you, thank you. I'm just going to take one step in. Um, hello there, little kittens. How are you? The uh, the undead kittens flock to you. <laughs> um. So one of the first names, I think. Um. Well, oh my! And Elavor looks over to the corner. It looks like there are some friends who can help us name these kittens. Roll perception, Elevar. Okay. Remember what my plus is on this. I, one of Aline's cats just ran past in the background, and I, <laughs> right, like, huh. Whoa. <laughs> this is a full She's four, not skeletal. F- f- full uh, five-dimensional. <laughs> 17 on perception. Um, do, do, do. Uh, so you now that you're in the room and looking, uh, the figures in the uh, in the corner look like they're actually uh, just wooden dolls that are dressed in in clothing. Um, you're not really sure why they're standing in the corner, but they do not appear to be uh, either human or fully humanoid. 
Okay, I think I'm still going to have said that line just to see how he reacts. Sure. I think I'm going to give other people a chance to yes, pop in. Great. Broldish? Uh, yeah, I will edge a bit closer and look at the cats, which I find slightly disturbing and also kind of cute, but also slightly disturbing. So I'm like peeking <laughs> over Elevar's, Elevar's shoulder and I'm looking at the kid being like, huh, they're cute and stuff. Uh, hey kid, do, do you know anything about that, uh, that, that guy? On the next floor down, who was trapped in a room. That seemed kind of weird. Uh, I mean, I don't not know about it, but that's my father's business. I'm not really supposed to get involved in that. Like, yeah, I would get not- in trouble if I knew about it, and I would get in big trouble if I said that I knew about it. So, no? But, but. <laughs> What do you mean you're not supposed to get involved in your father's business? I thought you were like the heir to to the burgermeisteringness, whatever the word for that is. Ah, uh, uh, my 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 father seems to rule through fear, and I I know that the true path to power is through the arcane arts, huh? And, and fear. <laughs> so so these cats, um, where did they come from before they were all bony? Oh, uh, I dug them up in the garden out back. I think they'd been there for a long time. Okay, I'm cool. I think everyone like looks like oh, okay, good. (laughs) Uh Uh, Yeah, I'm not very. The cats mill around the room. I'm not very good at uh, at uh, naming things. Elevore is definitely, definitely better, better at uh, at that sort of thing. So I'm gonna come in and pretend I'm looking closer at the cats and just be like, I don't want Elevore in here alone. Sure. Uh, Lena Delina, you want to jump in? Uh, yeah, now that folks are sort of um, heading into the room, um, she will do the same. Um, so if I recall correctly, there weren't any windows in the room that we were standing in. There were not. There but was there a- are some here. There are two dingy windows uh, looking out over the front of the Burgermeister's Mansion. Or do, from the front, I guess I should say. Yeah. Do they look uh, large enough that people could climb through them? <laughs> um, I don't think so. I, uh, or at least it would be very hard. Um, do they I look think toward they, the festival? The, they do look toward the festival. The panes would be pretty small. I think, you know, it, you they certainly don't open. You would probably have to do a lot. I mean, you could probably... What is a window but a start to a hole in the wall? Um, is what I'm you saying. got it. Sure, a window from the other side of a door. Yeah. Got it. Um and and sort of casually looking out the window, do there mm-hmm. appear to be any sort of eaves or uh gentle roof slopes that would break one's fall between here and the <laughs> uh ground? No, the eaves are above you. It is a straight drop. Uh cool. Cool, cool. <laughs> cool. Um, yep. Oh, yep. Yep, and you are on the third floor, right? So we're like thirty uh, feet up. Second floor, I guess. Yeah. Second. Good. Oh, so yeah, yeah, twenty-five. So, so if we yeah, were just, to just, just say like two d ten falling damage up. Yeah. Yeah. We, Easy. We've, we've got rope. Um. Of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is one of the rare legitimate uses of rope: climbing down buildings. <laughs> That's true. There that are is, no legitimate rope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So Lena is going to sort of um 
fuss at the cats, although not especially convincingly. Like, she's definitely not a touchy-feely kind of lady. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she's also going to try and look around to see if there are any um, sort of books or notes or ledgers that don't appear to be directly related to how do you bring a cat back from the dead? Sorry, could you ask a, a phrase that what, what were you trying to do? Find out. If- uh, basically, look for paperwork or, um, you know, anything that's not just necromancy. Mm-hmm. I will tell you there is all kinds of ratty, waterlogged books. Most of it looks more like history text. Gotcha. And obviously, and honestly, they seem like a little bit more like. They're display books. You can you mm-hmm. you can get that feel. Um, yeah. uh, Victor does seem to be clutching a large leather bound tome that he has been holding this whole time. Yeah. So, uh, Crucible, how about you? Uh, Crucible will wander up towards uh, this cat, which he will mm-hmm. like, kind of lean over and like and like very gently, like like poke. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then I would like to roll something to see if I can, uh, discern what magical manner was used to bring this cat to life as sure. someone who does a little mm-hmm. bit of that kind of dabbles in like sort of <laughs> mm-hmm. magic that might be related to that. Would that be arcana or religion? Uh, I think either your choice. I might roll religion because I, I'm not that good at it. Five. Um, let me just check if I have a exact answer. Um, uh, I believe that these are the result of an animate, or you believe they're a result of an animate dead spell. Okay. Uh, you would know that in addition to them being skeletons, which can move around, you've already seen evidence of that, uh, they probably have dark vision, uh, and, and immunity to poison, exhaustion, and the poisoned condition. You so. suspect that they are, uh, you know, they are. They could potentially follow commands from the creature that animated them, Got which it. is presumably Victor. Though right now they seem to be following the general command of be a cat. <laughs> okay, uh, I will really. Uh, Crucible will say this is most fascinating work. I uh, I am impressed with your arcane acumen. Th- thank you. You uh, you seem like quite a fascinating person yourself where do you come from oh a land very far from here uh i'm not sure how i ended up in big barovia but mm. the uh what is the name of that land uh the name of that land is eberron uh he uh takes op- he flips open his big leather-bound book and scribbles something down in it ah uh, yes i am uh i'm very interested in lands beyond barovia it is it's my hope to uh Travel there someday. Maybe someday soon. It would be mm-hmm. my hope to eventually return to my homeland, although I am finding my time in Big Barovia most educational. Uh, yeah, this place isn't so great, is my feeling. I want to get out. That Do you have any leads on how? Um, he kind of waves you in. Uh, Crucible and Imra, do you want to, uh, move into the room? Sure. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He uh, he closes the door, and he, he takes kind of a, a hushed tone. He shows you over in the corner. He moves the filthy, dusty uh, rug aside. In fact, he says, oh, no, not there. Oh, he, 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 okay. Braldish, Imra, aside. Um, and he moves the rug o- o- aside, and there is a very crude 
magic circle carved yeah. into oh. the corner, the floor in the corner of the um uh, of the uh, this this little attic workroom. Uh, meanwhile, Imra, you uh you have a direct telepathic link to your dog friend Androdite, correct? Shy. I do. Uh, Androdite is back in the hatch hatch room, and uh, Androdite. Do I? I actually. No, that's no. Uh, I, I think, don't. I no, think no, Goldish no. has a link to the, to- the t- Pony Cinder. I mean, it's just me but- and Pony. Oh yeah. well. Meanwhile, back <laughs> in the hatch room, uh, Androdite uh, hears uh, somebody uh, climbing up the ladder to the attic and uh, knocking it, on the hatch. Is Androdite's is Androidite smart enough to just, you know, sit on the hatch? You tell me, Imra. Uh, I don't know if she would sit on the hatch. I think she would probably come join to get me. Yeah. Okay. So does Androidite want to leave before uh, the, whoever is behind the hatch comes through the hatch or see who that is? I think you gotta you gotta think, think quick. What is how does I, I Androdite think she react? Would, I think she would kind of stand around. I think she's smart enough to kind of hide and observe. Okay. Um. But well, like, would she be like able to communicate it back to you even no, if she saw she anything? Would, no, she would just have to come run and bark. That, but I feel like that's something she would do. All right. We will say that Androdite uh, heads into the main room of the uh, the attic, uh, but pokes her little uh, canine head around the corner and sees a uh, a guard kind of cautiously open the trap door and poke his head uh, up into the attic. And he calls out, uh, Victor, is it okay if we come up? We heard a sound. What does Androdite do? She's going to, um, I think she'll come running and okay. paw at, I think, any one of us. Okay. Meanwhile, um, that, there is a closed door between Androdite and Imra. Meanwhile, uh, okay. oh, God, back in the, the back in Victor's room. Imra, how are you doing? <laughs> um, I think I, maybe I hear Androdite pawing at the door and ask if we can let her in. Hey, kid, can can my dog come in? Victor shrugs. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's a lot of you already. So more. So um, I'll let her in or ask Elevore. Okay. Um, uh, Androidite scampers into the room. Five undead skeletal cats hiss at Androidite <laughs> for yeah. a solid 30 seconds yeah. and then seem bored. Okay. Um, and I think she's probably going to like paw at like Elevore's right, but was right by the door. So probably uh-huh. like paw at him. And, uh, and so then um, I, oh, well, yeah. Oh, that's... you guys, uh, look, you know, you guys seem pretty cool, but, uh, if you get caught up here, that would be, I mean, real bad for all of us. And that's when Elevore points down as like, um, something's definitely going on. Uh, Vic, Victor. Yeah. E- you, you do uh, would you expect any other guests here uh there was that noise from the trap that you guys set off oh oh no um maybe you can i don't know shout down and say it's part of your 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 uh easy bake oven going on accidentally bumped it <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know I what you can and, tell, uh, what you can't tell. You know what I mean? I, if there's stuff you're trying to keep secret, you could just say you you, you bumped into the table while you were learning your ballroom dancing like your dad wants you to. It doesn't um, matter. Elevore, 
give me a uh, persuasion check. I would love to, Tony, because I've got plus six on persuasion, my guy. And we'll go with a 21. Wow. Um, let's see. Uh, all right. Uh, Victor steps out into the, uh, um, into the, uh, the main attic room and you can hear footsteps of someone crossing the attic and Victor calls out to him. Hey, Hey, Radagar, go away. I, it, that was, uh, there was a, a, a accident. Nothing big. Uh, I, I knocked some furniture over. Come back later. It's it's real important that you not be here right now. My dad will be furious if you bother me. And the other guy says, like, uh, I don't know. I feel like I should tell somebody. I'm going to go let Isaac know about this. Victor says, you don't have to do that. And and Radagar stomps off. Ugh. Victor that returns. Is, that guy's not rad, if you know what I mean. Yeah, amen. Victor returns to the uh, to his room. Uh, so where were we? Teleporting out of Barovia? Any this tips? This is an interesting uh, inscription you have made on the ground here. May I take a closer look? Please. Uh, what do I got to roll to look at this thing? Um, I would say that you would roll Arcana, not Religion. Is it behind a door? Because if so, you can't see it. <laughs> it is on the floor. It is no longer behind a rug, which was impeding your ability to see it. That's also- how matter works. I also want to try. I'm not great at Arcana, but I think a, everybody should try. I, think I rolled a nine. All right. Uh, Crucible, a you think that it is a magic circle, but not a very good one. Uh, Broldish, uh, Ed, is anyone else rolling? I only got an eleven. Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? Why not? Yeah, so far I'm the high with 13. <laughs> oh. All right. I will say, uh, Broldish, you think it kind of looks like a uh, teleportation circle? Um, and Lena Delina, you know that it is a, uh, I don't know if incomplete or amateurish or broken is the right word, but your, con- your belief is that it is a teleportation circle that would not work. So would I have, like... S- seen these in my travels yeah and like just the penmanship on this one is awful imagine you know this is this is this is a teleportation circle as drawn by somebody who like you know puts a lot of van halen logos on their notebooks yeah it's Um, in crayon yeah it's in crayon somehow the floor looks like lined notebook paper Um, yeah yeah it's it's actually in like silver gel pen. Yeah, yeah. totally. It looks very poorly done, and in fact, you think it might potentially be dangerous. Okay. So, so yes, you are staring at a uh, a teleportation circle that is incomplete. You know, I think you may generally have the right idea with this, but. I would be hesitant to try it in its current state. I think. You- wow. Wish you had told me that a couple of days ago. First couple tests did not go well. <laughs> oh, what, what happened? Uh, I mean, I'm not sure where they teleported to, but they didn't come back. Um, I don't know. These things happen. It's, you know, part of magic or science. When, when you say they yeah. refer Ooh. to, uh, some of my dad's servants. Oh. Oh. Uh, oh, this was something they wanted wanted to to try. Well, I I kind of gave them a suggestion. <laughs> oh, and uh, how do you know? Um, I'm a oh. very powerful wizard. Yes. Oh, so they were sort <laughs> yes. of um, 
Yeah, charm. Suggestion with a capital S. Yeah, interesting. Wink. He, to be clear, he says wink. He does not wink. Yeah. Uh, Any reason you didn't want to use the kitties? That's that's super not cool, kid. Yes, that seems an unwise thing to test on people and very inconsiderate. I I thought it was going to work. And you have no idea where they have ended up. Uh, I do not. I do see. Can I ask? Can I do insight? (laughs) Someone should. Yeah. I got an 18. (laughs) He seems evasive at best. Oh, no. (laughs) Where'd you get this uh, knowledge to put together your, your, your circle that's not quite complete here? Uh, I found some pieces of some books in my dad's library, and, you know, self-taught. I'm kind of a prodigy. I'm That's sure you think yeah. so. You're kind of a little squirt, and if you do this anymore, I am going to make your life a freaking miserable, kid. Hey, this is my room. Don't tell me what to do. I'm a powerful wizard. Did we not I'm cover a that? powerful badass, and I pull out my sword and roll an int- or my axe and roll an intimidation check. All right. I'm here for this, Broldish. Five. <laughs> That's a 16. Uh, I forget. Do I roll something to not be intimidated? I don't know. Uh, is, I, I brandish the, ba- is, the battle axe and I say, testing on people is wrong. That is just absolutely wrong. That's a bad thing to do. Those people had families. They had lives. How would you like <laughs> it if somebody just picked you up and threw you in the corner and did something to you? Jane, what do you it. think? Is this like a contest of wills? You can make a charisma saving throw, can't you? Yeah, I mean, I would usually just give it a DC. Yep. All right. Um, I'm going to say uh, DC 15, uh, Broldish. Okay, well, that was a 16, so. <laughs> uh, 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 it's just a misunderstanding. I, I, I want to be very clear here. They were servants. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, kid, I put, I put my axe back, and I kind of, like, I don't have Bro- to crouch down because I'm a dwarf, I'm sure. V- v- Victor kind of backs up into the corner where he's, he's, he's placed these wooden dolls. Um, Mm-hmm. Is there? Any he's got way- his. He's. He's got. He. He definitely looks uh, rather intimidated by Broldish okay. slash all of you. I, I lean in and I say, "Okay, kid, I'm gonna drop some knowledge on you right now. Ooh. Servants are people too. If you say so. Oh, can I say so? <laughs> Is there anything I can do looking at the circle to determine what the effect of it would be? Um, you know, I think that's pretty hard, but give it an arcana check and let's see. There's no way I'm going to hit this arcana. Yeah, we'll find out. Oh, critical! Critical! See? See? (laughs) Um, Dan, tell tell you what. Uh, Roll 3d10. Oh, dear. (laughs) Okie dokie. You want the total? Yeah. 21. 21 force damage. Is how much damage somebody who was in that circle of teleportation would have taken. That would kill as they a were descent. <laughs> yeah. And so, I believe one D eight hit points is the number of hit points that a commoner would have. Yep. So uh, it is likely that anyone in that circle would not have been uh teleported because this teleportation circle is horribly flawed, but would have taken three D ten forest damage. And you know, I mean I guess if you're a commoner, probably instantly disintegrated. Uh bro or uh, uh Crucible looks up at the party and just gives him one of like a very solemn like head shaking <laughs> no. <laughs> like 
One one of the cats jumps into Victor's arms. Hey, Vic, hey, Victor, you, do you want to try your your circle? It's we we know it's not done yet. It's dangerous. I know that now. I will be more careful in the future. I promise. How, How are you many servants it? exactly did you test this on? More than one. Less that than is not an answer to my question. <laughs> Less than three. Less than three. So so two. And yeah. important yeah. question here: How many servants or anybody else are you going to test it on in the future? Do skeletal cats count? I'll allow the skeletal cats. <laughs> Same. <laughs> PETA doesn't cover undead animals. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're going to talk later, but okay. Yeah, that was Petua. <laughs> if uh, we are uh, on the same I page... If we are on the same page about you discontinuing the use of this flawed sigil, perhaps we can talk about the future. You see, my my friends here, they hail from other worlds, and they wish to return to those worlds. Uh, and uh, Oh, so you'd be interested in testing my circle? No, no, I no think, I think absolutely not. Unequivocally, no. Uh, but perhaps um, helping you improve it. Or? There, there are things that we must do before travel between those worlds is possible again. At which point, perhaps, if you have demonstrated that you can be a good ally to us, we would uh, share this information with you. He, but uh, it's, Im- it's, imp- wait, it's important to note that in those other worlds. The kind of people who test unfinished magical circles on living beings mm-hmm. of any social status mm-hmm. are not welcome. So you'd kind of just be stuck here in crappy old Big Barovia uh, if you continue to be the kind of person that you have been up until now. The whole time, Elevore is sort of like just just being your little uh, hype yeah. hype man in the background, just like <laughs> yeah, just turning it. into various mm. animals. Yeah, <laughs> what's up, man? <laughs> Victor seems uh, quite shaken by this whole thing. Uh, whatever you see, please, please just leave. Leave me alone. Oh, we we don't mean to to leave. We we mean just, to just don't take my book. Damn it! That was exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> well, we would like to not take your book, but um, <laughs> we that, we that's the punishment. <laughs> we we need to know that you won't you know, harm anyone else while you are waiting for us to uncover the secret of travel between realms. How can we know? I promise. Insight check. check. (laughs) That was, yeah, that was, that was a one. So I got a five. As a gesture of your willingness to work with us, you could assist us in um escaping this house unnoticed okay uh yeah i can do that i've been downstairs downstairs before i can do this uh uh wait when was the last time you were downstairs <laughs> uh, insight on him having been downstairs <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ever, yeah. <laughs> whoa i rolled a 20 so that would be a 24 that's a, that's a- yeah, 27. <laughs> yes. Oh my god, everybody's insight. Insight and your sense of smell suggest that it's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> like, do we get the impression that he's allowed to leave this room or that he stays on purpose? I, 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 I don't think anyone else in the house knows about this room. 
<laughs> so it did it did have a glyph of warning placed on the door. Right. And a sign that said, uh, all is not well. So keep out parental advisory. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so lots of hot oh. topic stickers. Oh, oh my God. so many. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Did I mention that he's got like a like Oh, I was going to say Invader Zim. I got to update my references for the kids. Uh, he's got hey, like a Rick works. and Morty. Yeah, Rick and Morty. Sorry. Yeah. 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 No. yeah. It's really the caution tape around the edge of the door yeah. that really puts it over the edge, though. Mm. Yeah. Really ties the six skeletal cats together. <laughs> 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 and that um, filthy, filthy rug. Can I come look at these wooden children? things do we have to (laughs) (laughs) i want to i want to know if they look like arena basically aline aline (laughs) just to be clear this is a choice you're making Uh, yeah Uh, unfortunately uh they uh they do not bear any resemblance to arena can I tell what's going on with them? They all? look like some old wooden dolls uh based on kind of give me a perception check Fifteen. They have been put stacked, kind of not stacked, but placed facing the corner. One of them is wearing kind of a strange conical hat. It's kind of like Victor is punishing them or something. Oh my god, they're garden gnomes. Victor, what's going on over here? Those are my students. Or that's what I like to imagine. It's lonely up here. Are they all in trouble? Like, what's happening? They're not as magical as me. And they don't respect me. <laughs> oh, they're in time. They're in time out. They're in time yeah. out. Yeah. Maybe tomorrow they'll learn respect. Now, Man. how how does one show you respect as a puppet? <laughs> You're a puppet. <laughs> Perhaps. I mean, we're all puppets in one way or another. Speaking but- of puppets, <laughs> do you know what the deal is with Isaac Strozny's weird oh, dolls? I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> I really don't want to talk about it because I do not know. Inside check. Oh, do you at yeah, least you know, what's, he doesn't know what's up with his monster arm? Um, let's resolve uh, Micah's uh, inside check first. I got an 18. A, I got a he, 24 insight. He seems more sincere about this than anything. Okay. <laughs> Darn it. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, I guess when he was like a kid, so like. This is before I was born, but this is the story I was told. When he was like a kid, they found him in the woods, and he already had a big monster arm, and he kind of grew into it. And, like, my dad, like, took him in, so he's always kind of been with the family since. But, like, something happened to him in the woods when he was a kid, and now he's got a monster arm. Sometimes it shoots fire. I think that's great. Fire? Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Fire. <laughs> okay, so nothing about the dolls. Hmm. Isaac's real important. Maybe someday he'll be my henchman. Unless I mean, tax collector. Yeah. Thank <laughs> you. Uh, so, so how do you plan to help us make it out of this house? Uh I was going to kind of improvise. What were you thinking? I was going to go downstairs, the back stairs. That seems like a better alternative. And if we see any guards, I'll tell them to leave us alone. You know, what would, uh, (laughs) yeah, I, 
okay. <laughs> oh, wow. We, we, we got Lena to a loss of words. I assume that there's just like a skeleton cat up on her lap and she's like, uh. <laughs> so what are you thinking? Should we do that now? I guess. I guess so. Sure. I just, I want your solemn promise that you will not hurt any more people. Because remember, I'm going to say it again. Knowledge bomb here. Servants are people too. Some of them are actually more important than you are. Speaking of which. Uh, I mean, can I ask some clarifying questions? (laughs) You can ask, sure. What about drifters? Also people. Some of them more important and more powerful than you, so be careful. What about murderers? Murderers? We're getting there. (laughs) Yeah. If they've been uh, what kind tried of murder? <laughs> by the local government, then uh, and sentenced to Brutish um, teaches civics. <laughs> I am, I am be, the son of the local government. To be exp- listen, you've tried your way. <laughs> Let us try ours. Mm-hmm. It is the sole purpose of these four to return back to whence they came. They are highly motivated, and they leave the attic. Gotcha. Back to Little Barovia. Oh, before that. You want to go back before that. Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Uh, Um, Well, we are on the topic of things that you can do to prove your goodwill. Uh, Perhaps you would be willing now, uh, or perhaps my friend Bruldish could convince you to tell us more about the person uh, locked in that room downstairs. Oh, I don't really know. Somebody who upset my dad. Probably a murderer? Oh boy. Probably a murderer? Why would a murderer be held inside the house rather than in some sort of facility? I think you're asking the wrong person these questions. Quite Fair, honestly, but I, f- I, I wanted to inquire. Yeah, I, I feel like you're you're coming to me, and I should be coming to you, and you know, very well. So, if if we find, uh, you know, a way out, we may need to uh, communicate with you. Can you see the windows of the tavern from those front windows in your room? Uh, he scampers over to one of the windows and pulls back a filthy bard poster and kind of. Yeah. If, if we need to speak with you, we will light a single candle in that second window. You could also just stop by here. <laughs> I don't know if your father and his men will be forthcoming, especially oh, yeah. if he knows that your plan is to leave this place. Uh, he doesn't pay much attention to me. He might if he knew how much you knew about how much he knew about what's going on. Speaking of, I You've feel like we this. You lost the thread. <laughs> we should probably get going. That that Rado 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 okay. I forget his name. Rad guy is uh probably going to come back with Izzy any Izzy any <laughs> moment <guy>. now. <laughs> you guys are on Izzy. close terms. <laughs> I mean, he he does murder the other servants, so (laughs) this is kind of in character. (laughs) I concur with this assessment. Perhaps it is a good time for us to leave. Yeah. 
All right. Uh, so Victor leads the way uh, across the filthy, uh, cluttered attic um, toward the trapdoor. Uh, down into, strangely, his parents' bedroom, <laughs> down the hall, down the stairs, ah, and into the kitchen from whence you entered, uh, at one point at least, one of you. I forget exactly what paths you've taken through the mansions in your various scouting trips. Uh, and uh, down into the kitchen proper. Uh, in the backyard, there are two guards flanking the back door. Uh, Victor boldly strides out into the garden and says, They're with me! <laughs> the guards roll their eyes and <laughs> avoid making eye contact with any of you uh, as you also stride out into the garden. Um, kind of on the edge of the property, Aragal and Lena Delina uh, and Pony Sindel aren't. Are waiting for you. Wait, um, Lena? <laughs> sorry. AKA. Irina. Irina. Let me try that again. Sort of on the edge of the property line, Irina Koliana, a daughter of the Burgermeister of Barovia, little Barovia, <laughs> awaits you with the would be Vistani assassin, barely, Aragal, uh, who I guess is like, kind of has like a life debt to you now. I don't know. The laws are complicated in this land. And they kind of, they, they kind of subtly wave at you, uh, from the edge of the garden. Uh, Pony Sindelart waits nearby. Remember, if you see the candle, meet us in the backyard at midnight. He's Victor salutes awkwardly. <laughs> and remember, servants are people too, also drifters and everybody else. And the elderly and the very young. The very young, <laughs> the middle aged. Live animals. I roll an, I rolled another intimidation check just for good measure. It was a nineteen. Victor kind of shrugs and then kind of like stands up straight and salutes again. Somehow <laughs> even more awkwardly. You got it, boss. And he yeah. walks we'll be, walks we'll back. Be watching. He walks his way. first couple strides look real like methodic and intentional, and then it kind of breaks into a scamper. And he is in the house and gone. The guards right. close the door after him because he just left it swinging. Um, we could have elf on the shelf, Tim. Mm. Um and so that. you are standing kind of in the backyard of the Burgermeister's mansion with Aragal, with Irina Kolyana, and with all your fingers and toes, which is uh, better than I expected. Yeah. Um, this place is weird. Yeah. So weird. weird. Get out of here. You hear the sound of barking coming from around the side of the house. Oh, great. Let's, They're going to be dog skeletons. Let's like get out of here. Exit Agreed. stage, stage left, left. Even. Oh, Where are you going? Sued by dog. Away. I think from the running barking. away. Running mm -hmm. where? Where is away? Away, the, away from it. the center of town. I think we don't want to go towards the festival. Are you just leaving town? Uh, it might be time to leave town. Yeah, maybe yeah. for a little while. I mean, Do you we, have all your stuff? Do you have to check in at the inn? No, we definitely have to check we out at the inn. So we definitely don't <laughs> want to allow the toy maker <laughs> and his monkey to be incinerated by Isaac. Right. But we also don't want the toy maker to make any more extremely accurate dolls <laughs> of our friend slash ward. Mm. Um, but we also want to go scuba diving in a haunted lake. <laughs> 
And so, and so you make your way back to the Blue Water Inn. The closest thing there is to safety here in the town of Vallaki, though you've basically been attempted murdered every night you slept there. Uh, as you head away from the, uh, the Burgermeister's mansion, you see the Burgermeister's large black mastiffs barking and running around, uh, the side yards of the mansion and trudging down the road in the direction of the manor house is one Isikstrasny accompanied by one Radigar guy who talked to Victor in the, in the attic. <laughs> Will our heroes escape Valaki unscathed? Will they finally go on to other parts of Barovia? Will they figure out what's the deal with Isik and his monster arm and like his dolls? Like that's really weird, right? For answers to questions such as these, tune in next time to Total Party Kill. Thank you and good night! (laughs) 